The Forum at 8 on SAFM. Seven minutes after eight. Earlier, we spoke to Zola Totsi from ESCOM, who's facing the axe today. We now talk to another individual in South Africa who's also facing the axe. <laughs> Kisatu's General Secretary, Zuelan Zimavavi, is in studio with me today. He has left the Labour Federation's Kisatu's Central Executive Committee with very little choice other than to fire him today at the special meeting. Vavi told a news conference in Johannesburg yesterday that he's not going to resign. He wants to reclaim the Federation. We're going to find out today how he plans to to do that, bring members together. Vavi says he's going to boycott the meeting today as a deliberate act of defiance. On the Forum at 8, we're asking you, should Kasatu's General Secretary, Zuelan Zimo Vavi, be walking away from the Labour Federation of Kasatu? SMS is 34701 at a cost of two rand. You can also find us on Twitter at SAFM, uh, at, at AM Live on SAFM. I'm at Dash and Moo. And of course, you can find us on Facebook as well. Mr. Vavi, good morning. Thank you very much for joining me in studio. Good morning, Dash and What a way of starting the discussion. <laughs> well, it's not me. It's, it's, your, it, it's actually the people who listen to us. I mean, here's some of the SMSs before you came in, even on the show. Uh, so this came in from Jacques Cupido. He says he's sure that Zuelin Zimavavi is going to be joining the United Front today. He expects that's going to be your announcement. Uh, another SMS says Vavi should be fired because by virtue of his actions, you admit yourself you've been defiant, he says, and he says you've been ill-disciplined. And here's another SMS says, Vavi's run Kasatu into the ground for the last 16 years, and you're happy about it. Vavi thinks he is Kasatu, and he didn't create it. He is a coward. So let's start with this. Mm. Why didn't you choose to resign this weekend? Look, resigning is not an option. was never an option for me right from the beginning. I've, I've listened to people making that speculation. I'm naturally not a runner. I'm a fighter. I will fight up to the bitter end for what I believe in. That has been myself from the beginning, and that's going to be myself to the end, running away from who, for what purpose. The, the agenda of trying to remove me is an agenda that has been running uh, uh, in the Federation for the past uh, three years or so. It has failed to gain ground amongst the COSATO members. It failed spectacularly in the last Congress, and it's, a, it's an agenda that has been taken into a small boardroom. Perhaps it will succeed there if the people are hell-bent on what they have declared long time ago, that they want a split and that the split in the Federation is unavoidable uh, as long as Vavi and Numsa and those who agree with them are still part of that Federation. So it may be that today is going to be a culmination of, uh, of, that, uh, of that plan to split the Federation because uh, people are hell-bent on getting me out without a mandate from their members and they're hell-bent on getting NUMSA out also without any mandate from their members. So that's the issue. And uh, so the choices for the CC to me are clear. They can follow the, 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 this uh, prediction that was made by the Nihau General Secretary uh, in 2013, who said in the CC they have made a calculated uh, risk that uh, I should be fired uh, for no reason. 
because they were making unfounded allegation, firstly, that I have uh, deviated from the COSADU mandate, and secondly, that I, uh, I represent a, 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 a rupture. There's a rupture in the federation, and, 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 and then the others were making all manner of allegations about me having benefited financially in the sale of the COSADU buildings and all of that. And they made that determination not only in the CC, but also in the public platform. If uh, yesterday I reminded South Africa that uh, they must go back to the March uh, 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 2014 issue of the the Sowetan, where the Jerusalem of Niau said the split is unavoidable. It's not me who said that. Mine have always been to say we've got to avoid the split with everything that we can. We've got to unite workers because the unity of workers is sacrosanct. But unfortunately, the faction on the other side have always said uh, there has to be NUMSA uh, uh, out, VAVI out. That's a basis of creating what they call a new federation of building a federation afresh. This is a clash of that. So people can follow that and, 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 and get rid of me today and hope that through that, then a new federation will be built without 365,000 workers, without me, and possibly without the other seven unions that have suspended their participation in the federation in protest at the fact that 340,000 workers were dismissed in the federation just like that. Do you expect that, uh, as, as you've laid it out, do you expect that to be the process? You're going to be fired today. NUMSA is never going to come back into the fold. Perhaps other unions affiliated to Kasatu, but members who are sympathetic towards NUMSA may also choose to leave. That's going to be absolutely a disastrous uh, 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 option even to consider. But unfortunately, that seems to be laid out for us. There is a determination to get rid of NUMSA for political reasons and that uh, it doesn't seem that there's an appetite from the faction that is commanding the majority in the CC to review that decision. Hell-bent on doing that, hell-bent on replacing that 365,000 workers with a union called Limosa, which have not even gone into any Congress, which have an unverified membership of 1,670 only. And it seems that today or tomorrow, that union will be admitted despite the constitution of Cosado being very clear in terms of uh, uh, the uh, prescriptions that you must follow to affiliate a new mm. federation. It must be that that union is worker-controlled, it's a democratic organization, it has a proven membership, and it can produce audited statements, given that uh, Limosa can produce audited statements because it was formed only last year in a rush to try and replace NUMSA with it. But it has no Congress. It therefore, it's not a worker-controlled organization. It has uh, uh, hardly anything that you can produce as a legi- that it has a legi- is a legitimate union. I doubt if we have a single recognition agreement in any workplace anywhere else in the country. In fact, I doubt if it even have that 1,670 members that it claims. So when that happens, that's a matter of serious, serious implications for the unity of the federation. And thirdly, it seems to me that uh, uh, the decision that was taken by the leaders who are driving this split 
2012 to get rid of me will finally be taken officially today as the decision of the CC in the absence of six or seven other unions who have uh, decided to suspend their participation in the wake of this uh, dismissal, this unprecedented decision to dismiss 340,000 workers from the union federation that they have built from inception that they love so much. Well, we need to get into this conversation with you, our listeners, as well. 34701, you can give us a call on 0891104208. And, of course, send us your messages on Twitter and Facebook as well. If you're wondering what's going to be the future of uh, Zuelin Zimavavi, give us a call as well. What does the future hold for uh, the Kasatu General Secretary? Perhaps no more today. Uh, we're joined on the line by Professor Stephen Friedman. He's political analyst and director of the Center for the Study of Democracy. He's at Rhodes University and the University of Johannesburg. Professor Friedman, good to chat with you. Good morning. Yeah, good morning, Dash. The, the question we're asking our listeners is whether Vavi should be walking away from the Labour Federation. He's basically daring them to fire him today. He expects to be fired, but should he have just walked away? Well, I think, Dash, we need to put this in context. You know, there's a tendency in South Africa to reduce any important issue in this country to personalities. Uh, you know, Mr. Vavi is an important person in this country, is General Secretary of Kosaitu. But this is not about Mr. Vavi. This, this, this is about what is happening in the labor movement. And I think what has become clear from what Mr. Vavi is saying this morning and from what he said at the press conference uh, is that we have confirmation now, I think, in effect, that all the attempts to heal the divisions within Kosaitu or to keep Kosaitu together have failed. Uh, I mean, that's, that's clearly what he's saying this morning. Uh, obviously, if Kosaitu was going to be kept together, NUMSA had to return to Kosaitu. If Kosaitu was going to be kept together, the seven unions had to be uh, made to feel comfortable within Kosaitu. That hasn't happened. It's become clear that those who want uh, a split in Kosaitu are determined to go ahead. So I think the real issue here is that you have a group within Kosaitu who, uh, for a variety of reasons, but mainly because they want to move Kosaitu closer to the current leadership of the African National Congress, uh, are prepared to see a split in Kosaitu. And it seems to me now that the obvious result of all this uh, is that you will have a new Labour Federation, um, you will therefore have two labor federations competing with each other for the workers who now belong to society unions. Uh, and that is a very important development in our, in our labor relations in this country. Uh, and, uh, you know, while, as I say, Mr. Vaughan is an important person, I think that what looks now to be an inevitable split in Kosaitu is a far more important issue than one individual. I mean, as a general secretary then, so as not to personalize this, as a general secretary of a labor federation, when you openly defy the organization, you say that you're almost basically planning a deliberate act of defiance, and you also want to wrest control of those members within the union to form perhaps a new union. Union or to just lead it into a better future, uh, should you be walking away rather than making those comments as a he general secretary? He isn't walking away. He's saying, look, I, what I interpret him to be saying, look, the deck, the card decks are stacked against uh, the group who, 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 who you know, he's, he feels that he's part of. Um, NUMSA was expelled. Um, uh, the other seven unions have not been accommodated. Uh, had he not said what he did uh, yesterday, he would go into a, a, an executive committee, the meeting, meeting today, without any of his 
supporters there with only his opponents there. Uh, so in effect, he's simply confirming what is already a reality within Kosatu. Um, now, you know, as I say, he would say that he's, well, he's on your program, he can speak for himself, but, uh, you know, that he's not walking away. Uh, but, I mean, this idea that he's suddenly walking out of the Federation, which wants him, uh, is obviously nonsense. Uh, it's, it's really a question of whether he is fired or, or whether he decides to resign. So I think what he's signaling is, uh, as I say, uh, this hasn't gone to the membership. We must always remember that. This has not gone to the membership of Kosati. These decisions which are being presented as Kosati decisions are all taken by uh, the general secretaries and the presidents of the unions without referring to their membership. Uh, and therefore he's saying, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's a game in which the cards are all held by the other side. I don't, I don't think politically that that's an unreasonable thing to do. Well, let's invite our listeners once again. It's 20 minutes after 8. Give us a call. You can talk to Zuelin Zimavavi, ask him why he's chosen uh, to speak about uh, Kasatu this weekend and his decision today not to walk away from Kasatu and effectively waiting for them, uh, putting the ball back in their court. 0891104208. Mr. Vavi, we've got this SMS, and it links to what uh, Professor Friedman was saying. Uh, it's an unsigned SMS. It says, the bottom line is that if anyone is not for Zuma, then he goes. This is what is really happening. Zuma wants absolute power. Mr. Friedman just spoke about Kasatu moving, or actually sections within Kasatu moving closer towards the ANC. Is this a, a worry of yours? Look, uh, let me just say this, uh, Dashin, before I come back to you. I want you to read the full statement that I was making when I was talking about defiance so that you don't cut it and give it a different interpretation. Sure. This is what I said yesterday. I said, this is a deliberate act of defiance on my part, even if in the end it turns out to be symbolic. It sends a message to workers that we must refuse to hand the organization over on a silver platter and must only walk away when all alternatives to rescue it have been exhausted. I'm refusing to make it easy for those who are trying to hijack the organization and those who want to take control of the federation out of the hands of members. So that's a, that's a defiance, totally explained. In relation to the question, I'm going to be perhaps uh, seen to be avoiding it because these things have not happened, these, these things have not been discussed. People make a statement in the CC that I am deviating from the Congress resolutions. And they say all manner of things to try and, 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 and back up that. They write statements to try and back up this allegation. And in these statements, they selectively quote me from what I would have been saying, either in my full speeches, they cut out important parts in order to, to conjure this uh, deviation. I respond to this uh, allegation in writing comprehensively. The public have not seen all of those writings. And one time, I think it will only be fair that we, we put up onto the public that discussion in terms of what people said in the CC, what people then said in writing in terms of what they were submitting to the facilitators, Charles Nupen and Petrus Mashishi, mm. and how I responded 
to the allegation. There is a tragedy. Once that happened, the facilitators tried very hard to get the people who were making those allegations onto the table to have a discussion with me so that as part of this dialogue, we can find a solution, we can clear misunderstandings, and we can then say, here is a mistake, you should correct this, or here is not a mistake, you misunderstood me, uh, you have to withdraw what you were saying. Mm -hmm. No such a discussion has happened in the Federation from February when the, 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 the comrades were leading that attack we're making those statements. And this is going to be the tragedy. No discussion have happened over the past two years. As I was saying yesterday, Charles Nupen, Petrus Mashishi tried, they gave up and they handed up uh, to us a report in October last year to say we can't continue if people are not cooperating with the process that they themselves have said will be a platform to try and find a point of unity. The former leaders of Cosato led by Sidney Mafumadi, tried. They met me four times every ten hours saying, I'm willing to be subjected into a discussion. Let the comrades who are making the allegations back them up in a discussion with me. Nobody pitched up. They were not cooperated with and they walked away. And uh, the ANC tried. The ANC intervened at my insistence. By the way, I must say this now on record, to say here is an opportunity again when the suspension, the illegal suspension was lifted by the court for us to try and find an alternative to the road that we seem to be walking into. The ANC came in. At your behest. At my behest. And the ANC came in and they tried their best. They produced a report. And as I was saying, it was not a perfect report. I had lots of criticism about that report, but it was a report that if we were all committed into finding a solution, would have helped us to move into a different direction. No, people were not interested in the contents of the report. All they were determined to do was to surgically remove NUMSA. Hence, the report has never been discussed since it was tabled in October. The only thing that became the issue is NUMSA, and now the only thing that uh, is going to be the next on the agenda is Welinzi Mavavi. And that whole report is gathering dust. And uh, that's the reality. Well, there's another report that, that I we are to, facing. I, yeah. I also want us to talk about the Seaswens Saluba report. Thank you very much for that. Because I think that's an essential one. It's often reported that you weren't available to respond to the auditors, but you also have wrote to the auditors to say you only requested an interview with me after you produced the report and after it was sent out to the special CEC. So we'll talk about that shortly with you about the the, the Seaswens Saluba Gobodo report into the purchase of uh, the new Kasatu building. Oh eight nine one one zero four two zero eight. Cello is in Beth. Him. Sello, welcome to the program. Thank you for taking my call. You're most welcome. Go ahead. Yes, I have no issue against uh, Mr. Bavi, but I just want to make it clear that it's unfair for anyone to be insinuating and making an implication that the ANC is responsible for this matter. I think it's a matter for Kosatu and uh, Kosatu alone. It's the ANC is responsible. ANC has been responsible in trying to bring groups together in the Kosatu that are at each other's throat. But uh, 
see that as it may, uh, I think Mr. Bavi should also not play into the hands of those that he sees as people that want to get rid of him. Because, for one, uh, I know that they say it is folly to be wise where ignorance is pleased. It cannot be right for one person to continue being right when the the majority is wrong. I mean, you have to take a break and say, let me reflect, and let, let's give the organization an opportunity. Thank you very much for your call. Cello in Bethlehem. We've got Sipo in Etiquini. Welcome to the show, Sipo. Uh, uh, my question would be just quick to Comrade Vavi. The first, Vavi recognizes that there is two factions that uh, are there within Kofat. Yet, Vavi, there is another faction which I wouldn't want to call the faction because it's an elected leadership. It calls him into a meeting he does not attend. And if that is preaching for unity, is quick to attend the other functions of the other faction that has defined itself outside the Kofat. That is one why Vav is doing that. The second one is that while, while we understand that there is an issue that is there within the, 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 the Federation, what Vav is failing to do and failing to understand is that when Vavi or whether they, 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 they face it, decided to fire Vavi, it won't be because it wanted to fire Vavi for other political reasons, but it's because of the behavior of Vavi that is doing and Vavi himself is recognizing that what he's doing is wrong. So why then you do wrong things and you want people to act on that, and then when they do that, then you cry the political fall? Why Vavi does not then honor the constitutional requirements of, of, of Kosadu which means he must attend the meeting, mm. put his views there. Once he's failed to do that, he must then use the organizational ways of doing that. But once we act outside, then we must act. Sipo, thank you very much for that call. We'll take one final caller for this round. Siswe is in Etikweni. Hi, Siswe. Yes, good morning, and good morning to Comrade Vavi. Look, I, I, I want to put it to, to, to Mr. Vavi that the problems, of course, did not start uh, recently. I mean, even way ahead of the last Congress, it was clear that there were divisions in Kosato, and the only way which I imagine you could have settled this matter once and for all was to put the matters of before the Congress of Kosato for the general, for the membership to decide on the leadership question. Unfortunately, Mr. Vavi included, they all agreed on it. They went into a dark corner and have a gentleman's agreement, and there were no elections. Therefore, they, they pretended that, that there was unity in Kosato, and immediately after the conference, these divisions re-emerged again. And I think it's Mr. Vavi must take responsibility for not giving the opportunity to the workers themselves to finally decide on the future of Kosato through a, an election. Secondly, I want to ask Mr. Vavi why he seems to me to suggest that a Everybody else within Kosato leadership is wrong and he's right. And he doesn't seem to be taking any responsibility for what is happening in Kosato, especially as the general secretary of Kosato. I mm-hmm. think he has immense power to influence and make decisions within Kosato. Right. Great question. He seems to be pushing, putting the blame on everybody else but himself. Great question. Does Mr. Vavi have any responsibility in the troubles that we see in Kosato? Great question, Sizwe. Gift and Nobutle will come back to take your calls after this. It's 8.30 time for your news headlines. Here is Tabilenguato. In the headlines, ESCOM Chairperson Zola Zotzi says he requested that his presentation be heard by the Power Utilities Board today because he wants South Africans to know the truth. 
Metalworkers Union NIMSA says it makes sense that Kosatu General Secretary Zulindi Mavavi has not resigned and Transnet says an internal disciplinary process is underway against its sale executive in the freight and rail division, Bega Kaba. The full bulletin is at 9 o'clock. Traffic on SAFM. A heavy uh, delay still in uh, Pretoria's Hatfield area. Horrific crash this morning with a loss of life on Francis Bard uh, near Grosvenor Road. So coming out of uh, Pretoria, it's very heavy. Uh, you're probably still being diverted up onto alternative routes. So Francis Bard leaving uh, uh, Pretoria in towards Hatfield backed up. Uh, Stanzabel Puppy going out uh, through that area is uh, heavy through eastward and in towards Hatfield. Motorists are just jamming that up. Uh, Gordon Road coming inbounds heavy. And that's particularly because of the N4 and Pretoria Street coming in through Hatfield and down towards Arcadia, uh, also just being delayed because of the uh, activity in that area. So, a uh, horrific accident and uh, very heavy traffic. Uh, very heavy on uh, Solomon Mishlago. It looks like there's some lights down in Pretoria's Silver Lakes area coming out of uh, Mamalodi or up from Boardwalk Manorside. Uh, that section of uh, Solomon Mishlago, very heavy uh, delays both directions. Just been a crash on the N1 south at Olifans Fontaine. Expect delays to start building up. The right lane blocked. If you're heading northbound, uh, just watch for some motorists slowing. Stationary vehicle, N1 south further down the Yutsgate uh, River bridge just causing a delay down through Allendale. Taxi crash this morning after Marlborough Drive, so queues from sort of Melrose area if you like, uh, getting up there. Also no traffic lights on Marlborough Drive at the M1 so it's very slow in that area, just off the highway. And then lights down on Acerhout at Rabi, still very slow out of Rampark Ridge. Traffic lights down at the uh, junction of uh, Jan Smuts and North in Dunkeld, so equally heavy out of Rosebank heading north as it is trying to get there from uh, Hyde Park. And the N3 slow this morning, up through Bedford View into Edenvale, behind that the N12 and R24 Four routes are red jammed up. Heading into Cape Town, there's a little bit of police activity this morning on the N2 uh, around sort of Rappenberg Road, Pinelands area, and then again on uh, Nelson Mandela Drive, just pulling over various drivers. So N2 remains heavy in from Bunga Avenue to the CBD. And the N7 horribly backed up this morning from Potsdam Road at Danoon all the way through to the Bossmansdam Road exit. There are some uh, traffic lights in that issue, but it is heavy on the N7. And if you're trying to come off Platycliffe Road to get into the N7, expect a queue, and that'll push things back in towards the uh, Tableview area. Rob Byrne? AM Live, Traffic Watch. The Forum at 8 on SAFM. And morning talk coming up shortly with Ike Patler. He's at St. George's Hotel for a special broadcast. Stay tuned. That's uh, right after 9 o'clock. Lots of SMSs coming in for our guests today. Vavi, why do you not go and clear yourself at the meeting? Why? What are you afraid of? What are you hiding? That's an unsigned SMS. Uh, another saying, is Mr. Vavi still calling himself General Secretary of Kasatu? Uh, this is an unsigned SMS. Go get a real job, not this yada, yada, yada. Uh, another SMS, Sipo and Jobig saying, why is Vavi not walking away and leaving Kasatu alone? Is it not possible that he's being used by a third force? Vavi is no different from Malema. Never loves peace. Mr. Vavi, would you like to respond to some of the callers and these SMSs? There's something that I usually say everywhere, that you must never try to explain yourself to the people who are committed to misunderstanding you. I think that's going to be the case even in your talk show today. But when would you take any responsibility for the troubles within Kasatu? In, in the statement yesterday, I said that, and people were choosing to listen to what they wanted to hear. Mm. I said all of the leadership today must collectively take a responsibility for the state of affairs in the Federation. How much do you take? I take as much as it is required that as part of that collective I should take. But there is one thing that is very clear in my conscience. Uh, 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 Let me just explain to Mm -hmm. you. When things went in a manner that they played themselves out in the Congress, when it was very clear 
that some leaders of the unions had been running a campaign prior to the Kosatu Congress that there must be a revolt against me in the Congress. I did not take pleasure at the fact that there was such an overwhelming and ringing endorsement of my leadership by the membership. I knew that I had a responsibility to do what I can to ensure that I reach out to those leaders and make them to understand that unity of the working people is more important. Even if they are disappointed by the results of the Congress, we have to work together moving forward. At my initiative, but initiative of the initial office bearers, we convened two meetings, deliberately boycotted, and people said, we didn't come to your meetings deliberately. When we're trying to put up a discussion of the presidents and the general secretaries outside the formal structures of the organization to confront the issue. When the February uh, CEC happened in 2013, people came there with a notion that I must be put on suspension for this political rupture and which they are unable to produce evidence of. People said I must be put on suspension then for this allegation that I have benefited financially from the sale and purchase of Kosato. The decision was, let's facilitate a discussion of unity, let's appoint people. The report I put into public space yesterday from uh, Patrice Mashishi and Charles Nupen put it very categorically clear that I was there willing to be in the discussion, but other people were just not coming when they were being called to come into a discussion. And I've just said before the the 2030 headlines that uh, when the former leaders of COSADU attempted to facilitate, they met me four times minimum. Every time I said, this is the only way an informal discussion which will allow people to put everything out of their chest and on the table. That never happened. Why? People would not come to the meeting. When the ANC task team came to the party to facilitate, by the way, Selo, I never implicated that the ANC is responsible. To the contrary, I'm saying the ANC task team did the best that it can produced not a perfect report, but a report that we could work on if we were all committed to the goal of unity. People have not been coming to the meetings called by the ANC. The ANC called a meeting on the 6th of June. Only two unions arrived. The ANC called for another meeting on the 27th and 28th of February. Most of COSAD unions were not available. It's not an ANC fault. It's a commitment of those who are saying that they want to avoid a split in, from uh, of not attending meetings to get the solution to this. So you try and to bring. I, I've tried. That's why I was saying yesterday. I've done everything that I can. So what would you be blamed for in this? If, wonder, if you tried to I bring wonder, unity, I wonder, where would the I would blame want, lie? That's why I want the national discussion with anybody who can say I have to be blamed on national television on radio to saying what is this that I did, which is a fault that I did not acknowledge as a mistake when I've committed a blunder, or which is which represent a political deviation. Because that's what I think people mm. were implying. The, well, Kosatu, we have... the Kosatu resolutions are very strong on corruption. I've been championing that. People don't like that. They say it's a political deviation. 
Kosadu resolutions are very strong on fighting Etols. I've championed that on behalf of the Kosadu, not as an individual. People don't like that. I've been championing for a clean governance because that's a Kosadu resolution. People don't like that. They think that I've become personal to this and that mm-hmm. particular leader. Those are the issues that makes the political analyst like uh, Professor Friedman to make the statements that they have just made in the, in the radio today. Well, Professor Friedman, could, could Vavi have done anything differently? Where, what, would be you, what would you lay at, at his door as, as blame in this Kosatu fracas? Well... You know, I'm, I'm really reluctant to personalize this. I mean, look, he's, he's come, and I mean, the interesting point is that, you know, a lot of people are, are phoning in and SMSing this morning to, to, to accuse him of trying to destroy Kosatu, mm. etc. He's been under quite consistent criticism from, from people who've left Kosatu for, for not being assertive enough uh, in their view in, uh, uh, you know, in, in, in challenging what is going on in Kosatu. Uh, you know, I think when we personalize it, we, we lose the bigger issues here. The bigger issues here is that we are looking at an attempt, look, it appears increasingly a successful attempt, by a group of union officials who have refused point blank throughout this process to go back to their membership, uh, to drive out of Kosatu unions and people who they don't like. Uh, and, and that is the reality. That is probably why we're going to have two trade union federations competing for the same workers. Uh, and, you know, the point is that there have been uh, repeated mediation attempts. There was the Mashishi Nupin attempt. There was the attempt by the ANC leadership. Uh, and all of those attempts uh, were rebuffed. Now, if you say, were there faults in both sides? Well, there were some people who feel that NUMSA uh, and the people on their side of the the fence did not take the mediation process as seriously uh, as they could have. So perhaps there was a sense there in which both sides had already decided that the split was inevitable and that therefore didn't take the mediation seriously uh, as they could have done. Uh, but the reality is that uh, certainly the side which got rid of NUMSA the side which is probably going to get rid of Mr. Vavi. Incidentally, I gather they're probably not going to fire him today. They're going to suspend him, but uh, uh, it probably amounts to much the same thing, uh, that they have consistently refused these attempts. Uh, there could have been some sort of peace deal hammered out. Uh, the fact that there wasn't can't be blamed on one individual like Mr. Vavi. I mean, uh, Prof, I hear you saying that we shouldn't make this personal, and, and we do have to take more calls. But, uh, you know, in, in South Africa's political landscape, aren't a lot of these things personal? At the end of the day, we are interested in the personalities, who runs our organizations, what are they like as individuals, how do they handle themselves within the office environment, and how do they handle themselves at rallies and political meetings? This is all personal, isn't it? Well, yeah, I'm not saying that you, know, you don't mention personalities. What I'm saying is that I think that our political debate and our media are obsessed with personalities mm. so that we don't actually look at the bigger issues. Now, look at this program we're having this morning. We're discussing one person, Mr. Zima Zaivi. We are not discussing the possibility of a major split in the labor movement. Now, that is a huge issue in South African politics. The idea that over the next while or so, you're going to have two unions compete, two union federations competing. You're going to have tensions in the workplace. You're going to have competition in every workplace. 
Because let's bear, you know, I think one of the other mistakes which are made in, in coverage of this issue is you assume, well, NUMSA and uh, FAWU, the food union, and their allies are going to go and form a federation in a corner over there, and the other Kusaita people will form a federate, will carry on with their federation. What you're going to see if this goes ahead is splits in every single unionized industry in this country. So in every industry in this country, uh, including the public sector, where there are trade unions, you are looking at the prospect that there will be two trade unions competing with each other every day. Now that is a huge development which we need to discuss with South Africans. And when we boil it down to the question of one individual, we never have those discussions and we never face our problems. Well, I'm glad you said that because that links us very neatly into the next part of the discussion. Professor Friedman, we're going to be talking about the future of Kasatu, those affiliates, and also engaging in the personal story. What is the future for Mr. Vavi if he is suspended or fired today? The Forum at 8 on SAFM. For the last 14 minutes of the Forum at 8, we're going to discuss, and it may sound convenient to you, but exactly what Professor Stephen Friedman was talking about. What's the future of Kasatu? Is the Labour Federation going to break down? And is Mr. Vavi perhaps here sacrificing those political ideals that he has by misbehaving? These are some of the questions that you've had for us. 34701, if you'd like to call us, 0891104209. We have on the line... Simon in Khartoum, and uh, we also have Tumelo, but let's go to Solomon first in Mkanyokude. Hi, Solomon. Hi, Solomon. Okay, it seems we have a problem with Solomon's line. We'll try to get back to him. Uh, okay, we have Solomon on the line. Hi, Solomon. Y- yes, good morning, Dashin. How are you? Very well, Solomon. Go ahead. Good. Comrade Vavi is a seasoned uh, comrade and uh, with uh, very good struggle credentials. And he has survived and tolerated the struggle through many, many difficult situations. I just wonder what has happened to him now that he cannot tolerate some attempts to create unity within the Labour Federation. Because no matter how much reasons and mechanical uh, issues like who did not meet who and who did what... Uh, my view is that the decision by him and his uh, his his allies, I would say, is long uh, over 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 made. That they, they are parting ways with Kosatu. But the fact of the matter is that he's pulling with him a baggage, questions that he must answer. Two, he is going with such. Uh, uh, my view is that he is better that he is allowed to go because. Uh, uh, he has reached that point whereby he says he can't stay with Kosatu and he can't stay within mm-hmm. the alliance. Yeah, so we must be allowed to move on so that we see how to move from here onwards. Because really, the workers will be left alone in the cold. We are Solomon. now battling with something like egos here. Solomon, uh, thanks for your call in Encamnyakwiri. In, in thanks for your call. Uh, Colette is in Kempton Park. Vavi's expired, you say, Colette? Uh, thank you, Dejan. Good morning, and how are you? I'm doing very Look, well. My, how are you? I, I, I'm fine. I think it's time that I have respected Mr. Fabi for a long time, you know, and I think now he has shown me symptoms that he has politically expired, really. I, I, I think we, we have all noted that he has become too self-centered lately and very, very arrogant. I think it's high time he goes to political hibernation now, and stop being, you know, Ivan Jim's T-girl, you know. I think it's obvious, all of us as members 
of Cosato. Even in the grassroots, we can see that now, I think he's now out of line. He has expired already for us. Thank you. Kale, thanks for your call. We've got uh, next up, Gift in Nelson Mandela Bay Metro. Gift, hi. <laughs> I, I, I cannot believe this Hogwarts uh, just uttered by the previous caller. By, by Colette, yes. <laughs> I'm listening. That, that is totally Hogwarts. Look, I think first and foremost, Wekan Gondron has now been substituted with a lot of Stalinism or political organs by some of those who are in the blog of the Communist Party in the CIS meeting. Look, Wekan Gondron and trade union independence are two sides of the same coin of workers' power. And one without the other means we have no currency to negotiate or campaign, in particular in Kosato. But what has destroyed our political discourse is political patronage. For, for, for an example, just for an example, interestingly, some of the leaders of unions during meetings are trade unionists. But elsewhere, outside meetings, they assume they are class positions or loyalty of being businessmen or labor brokers. And the case in point is the general secretary of Sipao, Mr. Mufukeng, that man has not been convening an ECB team of support for the past three years, and the Cossack CEC has not taken action against that particular union. Thirdly, we must ask the following critical questions, Corporate Vazi, because these critical questions affect most of the unions or affiliates of Cossack. Has the election to the position of a shop steward or union official or union office bearer or a trustee in a pension fund become part of the system of patronage? Thirdly, are union leaders seduced by positions on, on these government seaters, state-owned enterprises, board positions in exchange for delivery their constituencies to the business interests or to their political masters? Most of us, as, as, we, as we have become activists, we studied Gramsci, especially in reference to his notion of the iron law of oligarchy. We must ask the critical question, what has gone wrong? Because to me, most of the unions who are in the public sector are the ones who have been selling out the working class in this country okay. because they know for a fact that in the next two to three years or five years' time, they look for political parliament where they will be sitting in parliament, parliamentary benches. Gift, thank you very much for your call. Gift to Nelson Mandela Bay Metro. We're going to try to keep them short to give Mr. Vavi a chance to respond and Professor Friedman, who we've got online. Temba in Port Elizabeth, and then we've got Prophet OJ. Temba, hi. That, that, hi, Dustin. Dustin, let me be quick. Sure, please. What, what, what Kofatu has not done over the years was to look into all what gift has just raised. Uh, the issues of sitting in the board, the investment companies that uh, unions have created, how monies of unions are being managed. But we all know, former and current union members, that there has been a, a corruption has been rampant in unions. And leave that now, Tashin, go to ideological questions. Mm-hmm. The ideological question requires Kosato to take a position or a stand in the face of the current happenings. Both- oh, Temba, it seems we've lost your line, Temba. Sorry, we've missed your point there. Uh, Prophet OJ wants to speak to us, our last caller. Prophet, welcome to the show. That's it. Good morning. How are you? Uh, we're doing well, Prophet. Uh, I'm saved by the blood of God, Jesus Christ. Uh, Vavi, morning, my brother. Good morning, uh, look, uh, the The... The, the, the enemies of unity are two in South Africa, Lack, uh, uh, political illiteracy and lack, lack of economic vision for the country. Uh, as long as we have these two enemies, the Trapatatalans shall suffer conflict all the way. South Africans need to 
realize and determine uh, that there is in place a, a comprehensive political education and a, a clear economic vision for the land. Workers want nothing but good pay. Workers want nothing but stability at the workplace. Workers want nothing but uh, uh, well, their welfare at, at, at the workplace. So the problem here is not Kwasatu or uh, or a Vavi, whether he goes or he does not go. The problem is there are two enemies which this country refuses to solve. Uh, political illiteracy, lack of economic vision for the land. Prophet OJ, thank you very much for your call. It's six minutes to nine. Our, grass, our guests will wrap up our discussion right after this. Stay tuned. The Forum at 8 on SAFM. Professor Friedman, what's the future of the workers' struggle and that of Kasatu in South Africa? Those guests in September have actually put their finger on a very important part of that future, and that is that a very important part of the problem we're discussing this morning is precisely what they're talking about. It's union leaderships who, to put it very bluntly, um, are joining the system that they claim to be fighting, and they're doing that at the expense of their members. So, you know, we come out of a history in this country of, of, of a great deal of poverty and inequality. Uh, what the union movement is supposed to be doing is fighting that inequality. We've had union leaderships, not all of them, but a substantial number of union leaderships who uh, are accused just <coughs> justifiably uh, of benefiting from that inequality rather than fighting from it. And I think that's going to be the major issue going forward. If we do have a split in society, which looks increasingly likely, that is going to be very tough for workers and for the country for a time because it's going to mean tremendous conflict. Over the longer term, uh, it may start to, to, to tackle the issue we're talking about because if unions do have to compete with each other for members, at least we will have a situation in which the pressure on them will be to look after what their members want uh, rather than what they themselves want. Uh, and I think we may be looking at a period in the union movement where union leaders are going to be tested by whether they do that or not, and those who are seen to be looking after themselves rather than their members will lose the support of working people. Professor Stephen Friedman, thanks for joining us on the Forum at 8. Mr. Vavi, I'll give you the last few words on this. I mean, there's been a lot of personal accusations against mm. you. Colette called you Ivan Jim's tea girl for one. <laughs> I know that got, got you laughing in the studio during the break. I mean, these are deep insults for you. They, they feel that you're politically expired. I've what, taken insults w- all my life. Uh, what's uh, your Darcy? future? Are you going to be I've, serving I've tea? Taken, I've, <laughs> <laughs> I've taken insult. You know, and I said yesterday, more insults are going to come their way. Let me just repeat what I said. You don't try to explain yourself to people who are committed to misunderstanding you. Because no matter what you say, yesterday I spent two hours live on television and radio explaining these things in their detail. But the people who are committed to misunderstanding me are still repeating the same propaganda as if I've not addressed each one of them. Don't explain yourself to people who are committed to misunderstanding you. That's the, the, the point. So what's but your... just let, here's yeah. my future. My future yeah. belongs to the workers until the day a Kosadu Congress. I must take mistakes. This where you are dead right. I should have not uh, been part of the push in the last Congress mm. that there should be no elections in the Congress for the sake of unity. It was a blunder. It was a mistake because the people who knew stood no chance of contesting my position in the Congress floor, abandoned that plan in the Congress and 
decided to push my for my removal in the boardroom and they have not been interested into any discussion Collett and Solomon you are wrong you can't say people make accusation when they are being called to come and give evidence to back up the allegations, they don't pitch up, they, don't, they frustrate the process, and they, they don't cooperate with it. And then you say that that's just mechanical. It's a very important issue. The issue of Gobodo and uh, uh, the issue of, uh, by the way, I've not responded to that mm, question mm. adequately. The issue of Gobodo, Nupen and, and Mashishi was a decision of the CC that we must all be cooperating with it. When people don't do that, you're calling that mechanical just because you want to hang me as a responsible person for the fracas that is currently underway. No. So let me just repeat in conclusion. I have said that Kosato should have preoccupied himself with a discussion amongst the leadership. Kosato should have left out every other matter and concentrated every effort, should have left no stone unturned in search of unity right immediately after the National Congress, right immediately after people came to make these uh, hogwash allegations in the February 2013 CC, right at the time when we're receiving uh, the letters from seven unions uh, announcing that they are suspending their participation. We should have left everything out and focused on that issue. And I felt that if I was to go to the CC that simply ignores that history, ignores everything, I will be in any way saying, okay, I can participate in a business as usual attempt or an attempt to, to, to just go on as if nothing have happened just to save my job. I can't do that. If I have to be dismissed for making a statement that a solution can only be arrived with all the unions in one roof, then I must be dismissed. Secondly, I cannot have a conscience, as I repeatedly said yesterday, that I must uh, uh, implement and drive uh, out of the Federation 365,000 workers just because we disagree with the resolutions that they took in the Congress about the ANC, about this and that. And then, and then, and then say that because I want to save my job, I must just okay that and say it's all fine. I don't have that conscience. I said that yesterday. So if I have to be dismissed for insisting that NUMSA must form part of a solution inside the Federation, so be it. Then I would have walked away on that basis. And I want South Africa to know that's exactly the two points. Solve the problem of the seven unions, and I will be part of that solution. Solve the issue of uh, 365 workers being replaced by 1,000 workers, I will be part of that solution. If you don't want a solution to those issues, you may as well just dismiss me. We're waiting for the outcome of that special meeting of Kasatu today. They said to make the announcement. A very quick one, Mr. Vavi, if you can respond as briefly as possible. Will you join the leadership of the United Front? No. I've, I've, look, I've, I, all of this hogwash, by the way, people are saying he must go and form a party. People mm. must say he must join the EFF. People, All manner of things. That's not the point. I'm raising two issues. Why diverting attention away from that? I'm saying you don't dismiss... 365,000 workers from their federation. 
you don't ignore the fact that seven unions are suspending their participation and you want to impose a business as usual, as if that doesn't matter anymore. Those are the two issues I'm prepared to speak about. I will from now on, and I must say this, be on the ground, dismissed or not dismissed, suspended or not suspended, as I was saying, the workers are calling out for a real unionism to take place in South Africa. Workers are calling out for campaigns to address their issues of unemployment, casualization, and so forth. And that's where you're going to find me. Zuelen Zimavavi is still on the ground. Thank you very much for joining us. Still Kasatu's General Secretary. The Forum at 8 on SAFM.